Good afternoon, Mom. How are you doing today? I'm doing just fine. I've been playing with the children today and reading books, uh, uh, Billy's books, and uh, and just uh, having something good to eat and and just uh, looking outside at the golfers playing golf. Well, that sounds awesome. When I first got here, um, of course, I brought chicken for the pups, and Kendall and Ben have been playing and trying to have all of my attention. So that was really fun when I walked in the door. Yes, uh, they were really glad to see you. Those little dogs are special. Uh, they just climb up on you and, and bark, and they're so glad to see you. I know. It's so sweet. I feel like I have a really great bond with them. Uh, you know, today's been a great day. I got this gadget that uh, I had wanted. It finally came, and it's, of course, another cooking tool. I call it cooking tools or kitchen tool. My t- my tools for me in the kitchen are as important as Chad's tools are for his garage. Oh, yeah. You can't even walk in the in the tool room of the garage hardly either because of his tools and all of his signs up on the wall. And the, i never seen uh, a place like that, you know, with all those tools. Yeah, he does have. But, you know, the great thing is, is you guys have a an awesome tool room. I mean, it's like everybody's dream come true. That tool room is big, and it's got all kinds of shelves and tables, and it's pretty neat. Oh, yes, it is. It it just, uh, anything you want to find, is you just go to the tool room. That's awesome. A lot of people need a tool room and don't have one. They turn their garage into a tool room, but I think a separate tool room from a garage is very, very smart. Oh, yes, and it's heated, too, and it's just really nice. Well, that's great. So anyway, back to my gadget. You know, uh, in my kitchen, you know, I've got I've got so many different uh, machines. Like, I've got two KitchenAid mixers, and you know, just all this stuff. I've got one of those Blendtec blenders that pulverizes your your food. And I brought you some amazing juice tonight. Did you love it? Oh yes, it's delicious. Anything you bring me, I love it. I love making you those homemade smoothies. They're very healthy. And they taste fantastic. So um, that gadget came, and um, it's really nice. It's like a, it's kind of like an oven that sits on top of your counter space, and it's made by a company called uh, something Wise. I can't remember the name of it, but I really do like it. And you can do all kinds of things. You can cook uh, anything you want in there without using a bunch of oils and things like that. So. I'm really going to enjoy this new gadget. Oh yeah, it looks it looks real complicated to me. Uh, I don't know where I ever learned to use it. Not I hope so, but it really is nice. I think you're going to fall in love with it, and I got Jessie one too because that was her payment for uh, grooming those pups. She did such a good job grooming my puppies, and uh, I think I'm just going to have Jessie take care of my pups from now on. She does a lot better job at that pet place. Right. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Well, Mom, um, something else wonderful happened today. Uh, I had been working on this project for a long time, and of course, I knew it was in God's hands, and I just told the Lord, you know, I'm turning it over to you, and I actually got notification today that my project, everything had come through, so it's all done, and I'm really happy about that. Oh, I'm happy for you. I, I told you to have faith, and that things would work out fine. 
I know. It's just you can put your you can put months and months and months of work into something and you just wonder, you know, when is this going to get completed? You know that it eventually will, but I think you just kind of get um to where you're anticipating it so much and then when you finally just let go, it just works out because God has it in a plan and we don't know what his plan is, but he always does everything for us. Yes, he does. And now you have to do is have uh, faith and pray, and and he will answer your prayer. You know, I can give you a, a mental picture of of what I think when I think about something working out like a project you've worked on a long time. If you imagine, like right now, I'm going to close my fist and squeeze it really tight. Now, as you can see, nothing can come into my fist, and nothing can come out of my fist because it's tight. But if I open my hand, things can flow in and things can flow out to other people. And that's the same analogy to to just what I was talking about. If you just let go and quit squeezing everything so tight and trying to be in control and just let go and you don't have to give it to God because he's already got it anyway. We just think we're in control. We are not in control. So when you realize in your heart and your mind Hey, God's got this. I don't need to just try to control and squeeze. It's going to be just fine. Just just let it be. Yes, that that is that is right. That is correct. Uh just let it go and pray about it. You know, this reminds me of a topic I think we should talk about today. Uh you tell me what you think about it. I just thought of it. There's a saying that you used to say all the time and before we get into it, I want to tell a background story, but do you remember the saying that you used to say all the time to one of my friends, I am well, but I am not satisfied? Oh, yes. Every time I seen her, that's what I'd say to her. Well, the background to the story, I am well, but I am not satisfied, is a friend of mine, She, uh, her name's Angela, and she had a big loss in her life. She lost a son in an accident. He... Uh, was uh I don't know where he was going, but he was on his motorcycle and he had an accident and passed away. And Angela came to us and we uh when I first saw her that day or the day after, she just fell in my arms and I held her for hours on my couch in the lobby and she talked to me and you and I just plainly blurted out, Hey Angela, would you like to work with us? And she worked with us for quite some time and um she she was just she needed us we were we were like a family that came and helped her console her during her season of grief and she used to tell me all the time i wrote about this in my blue ridge moments book volume 1 I, it is well but i am not satisfied or you can also say i am well but i'm not satisfied and angela said that that was the biggest thing that she learned from you mom Oh, yeah, she she enjoyed that so much when I'd say that to her. Well, I think that that helped her. She was really going through a just a very, very sad transition in her life. And I want to apologize. My nose is very stopped up. So everything I say sounds like it's got a B or a D on the end, so I apologize. But Angela learned a lot from you about that phrase. Yes, she did. She she loved that. And every time she's seen me, that that's what she'd say to me. 
And she still talks about it with me today. And did you know that um, I put that in my book and I'm so happy that we were there for Angela. But what I want to ask you is this. You know, you and Angela spent a lot of time together all day, every day, and you were just, you had a lot of fun together. I want to ask you, I want to break down this whole uh, topic. I am well, but I'm not satisfied. Can you tell me what the I am well part means to you? It means I have put all my concerns in God's hand. Oh, Mom, that's really getting to the point. Exactly. So the the I am well part or it is well part, what you're really saying to the Lord is, I've turned all my concerns over to you, God. I know that you have it. It's in your hands. I have the faith to believe that you will work things out the way they should be worked out. Yes, that is correct. That's the way I think. Okay, then can you break down the part what I am not satisfied means? Not satisfied. I don't want to be uh, satisfied because I want to. I want to go on and uh, do better uh, with the uh, my children and uh, and nursing and uh, just everything. I just want to go up and and just do everything better. Well, that's a perfect answer. So basically, the I am not satisfied means to you that every day you want to keep raising the bar. So you can be a better mother, a better grandmother, a better nurse, a better Christian, a better neighbor, a better friend, a better everything. Yes, I want to be uh, just go on and on and just just keep getting better at everything I do. Mom, that's a fantastic attitude to have. I wish everybody had that attitude. And you know, um, I have heard you say this my whole life. I am well, but I am not satisfied, and. I, I knew what you meant, but when Angela would come and uh, and she worked with us all those months or years, however long she was with us, um, she she got to live that by example. I mean, really and truly, that statement couldn't have been better for her. That was a perfect phrase. I am well, but I'm not satisfied because even though Angela might not have been well emotionally. She was well because her concerns and her anxiety was all put into God's arms. She didn't own it. She gave it to him and trusted him through faith. Yes, she did. And she was she did a lot better after she started working with us. She I'd tried to keep her, you know, happy and and everything cuz she took spells that she'd cry, you know, and I'd talk to her and every day she would go to uh, McDonald's or somewhere and get us an ice cream cone. And I, she she was so good to me, and we was just good to each other. Yes, Mother, I remember her going and getting you two an ice cream every day. That was so sweet. And you know what? Angela's mother has passed on um, a few years back, and her father too. And so, you know, she had one son left, and she was very, very, very sad and we stepped in there, and we've always been like family. Angela and I used to be in a sorority together, so we're sorority sisters for life. But, you know, she really needed us, and, you know, even though she needed us, God must have felt we needed her. We needed to do some 
giving faithfully, emotionally, in every sense of the word, give our time, our love. And that's what we did. We gave Angela our time and our love. Yes, we did. I spent all the time I could with her uh, at the office. She'd sit out there with me, and we'd talk and laugh, and, and we just was so good for each other. Well, I won't go into any details, but she came to me one day in my office, and she said, could I talk to you a second? And I said, sure. And she said, I want you to know something. Being here with you and your mother and everybody else, I feel like I'm in a family. And she said, you all caused me to not make some decisions that I had planned on making, some really terrible, terrible decisions. And she said, you all turned my thoughts around. You turned everything around, and you really helped me. Yes, I talked to her and told her, I said, your son is with God. And I said, Angela, you've got to realize that, and he's happy, and one day you'll go see him. And I would just try my best to do the best I can, and I know you won't forget him. But just go on, you have a life now, and just go on with your life the best way you can. That's great advice, Mother. And you know, Angela had told me, uh, I don't know how many months it was before her son passed away, but he had been baptized. And I'm trying to remember where it was, but it was somewhere like out at the... uh, river or the lake. It was outside somewhere. It was outdoor. But he had been baptized just months before this happened. Yes, he did. And I, and she told me he was a good Christian and he was a wonderful son. And he said, she said she was just so pleased and happy with him. Yes. And I tell you, her children are her world. And now I've learned that Angela is a grandmother. Oh, she's got to bring the child ever what it's a boy or girl to, to her office to see us because I'd give anything to see her. I don't get to see her much anymore. But uh, um, And another thing, she tried her, her best to talk her son out of buying that motorcycle. She said something just told her that it wasn't good. And she said that he said, oh, Mommy, I'll be okay. I love motorcycles. And so she agreed to let him have it. I know. It's very, very sad. Um, you know, I think that our entire family, we gave her love and kindness and compassion, and we had laughter with her at times, and, you know, God used us as a vessel of love and hope for Angela, and all I can say is, hey, hallelujah. Yes, he did. I know God sent him, uh, sent her to us, because she got along so good, and uh, she wasn't as down, you know, and crying. And when she left there, she was smiling and hugging me, and and just, you know, she was just a different person. You know, I think what happened was, is we helped her through a transition because after um, she left our office. She got a job uh, at another place, and she got a, a really great job, a good manager position. And, um, you know, I think being with us is where God wanted her to be. She felt surrounded with love, and she felt comfortable because, you know, I had known her since I was very, very young. And then in high school, we became sorority sisters. And so, you know, Angela got to be with like her second family going through such a crisis 
and a season of grief. She needed us, and we needed her. We we had a lot of love to share with her. Yes, we did. Uh, we just, I don't know, it just seemed like we got along so good, and and we'd talk and laugh, and, and you know, she'd ask me questions about things, and I'd give her advice on things I knew, and she'd just be, you know, just be happy. And, you know, she also did a great job sometimes when some of the kids would come to the office, like my nieces and nephews. She did a great job taking care and playing with them. And, I mean, she was really, she treated them just like she was one of their aunts. Oh, yes, she did. She loved children, and I'm so happy that she has a grandchild. Me too, Mom. Well, you know, this makes me think of a Bible verse, um, John fifteen twelve. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Oh, yeah, that's I love that verse. I do, too, and it really, it just hits the nail on the head. I want to I say it again, if that's okay with you. Oh, yes, say it. Uh, John fifteen twelve. my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Oh, yes, that's, that's the way we all should be. Yes, it is, and when I, when I think of that Bible verse, I think of Angela. I really do, and I think we helped her change. Uh, we helped her go through a really difficult change in her life, a transition and a crisis, and God, He put us together, used us as a vessel to help Angela through that season of grief. I know if Angela would have needed any more help or, or wanted to see us or need their help or anything, she would come and see us. And I'm so thankful she's getting along good. So am I, Mom. Nothing makes me happier. And um, I love her very much, and I know we all do, and we always will. And she knows for a fact that she can walk through our door, pick up a phone at a given moment, and we're just going to be right there for her like we were before. Yes, we will. We're we're always going to be there for you. And I know she would be there for us. Oh, yes, she would. She'd just, if we'd call her right now, she'd come just flying. <laughs> yes, she would. I've heard you say that your whole life, too. Yeah. Well, Mom, um, I just want to thank you for this time. Would you like to say a prayer before we uh, finish our conversation? Oh, yes, I'd be, I'd be glad to hear one. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today touching and agreeing with our hearts and our minds and our souls. Father, we want to thank you for the greatest gift of all, your Son, Jesus Christ, that you sent to this earth to save us from our past, present, and future sins. God, we also want to thank you for the great gift of love. Love is everything. Love is family. Love is friends. Love is you. Love is your Son, Love is for animals. Love is for everything and everybody. Love is for every precious soul. And Father, we thank you for that gift of love. We thank you for our family, our friends, and our relatives. And we ask that you keep them all safe, healthy, and happy until we see them again. And we ask you all these things in your Son, Jesus Christ's name, the perfect Prince of Peace. Amen. Amen. Mom, it was great to talk to you, and I look forward to our next podcast tomorrow. And I love you so much, and I'll see you then. Bye for now. I love you, and I'll see you tomorrow, and bye for now.